I mean, realistically, this game could be like a 90 second podcast. We're going to we're going to get into it. No, we're going to we're going to get into individual players and who's really good enough. I really want to have a conversation about Eric Dyer. Really do. Thank you. Yes. Not not because of the goal. But we'll we'll get into this. Like that game was fucking atrocious. Mm-hmm. Under yes, I mean, we couldn't get a, we didn't get a shot on goal. Nope. We couldn't the get the ball that, past the midline. Well, the in, only one that kind of counted was Kane's shot. About what was that? Two minutes in. in the, All right, which let's was get the it. slowest dribbler. Whatever. <laughs> Welcome to Spurs in episode forty-three. I got this one this time. I am joined today by Derek and Jomar. Guys, how you What's doing? Up, what up? Hi, Sorry about the dog barks. The dog barks are gonna. I'm trying to avoid them as much as possible, but they're coming. Well, I'm, I'm just happy that I got the intro in and didn't forget to do that. It's a big move. Accuracy is important. But uh, yeah, we're here to talk about the game this weekend. And I'm slow to get to it because that's how pretty much the whole game was. Slow to Tottenham, slow to get to everything, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Brighton comes out. They beat us one nothing with just... You have to give him all the credit in the world with such a superb mid-block that we literally didn't get the ball to Kane or Son or past the midline all game. I, I think Dyer and um, Romero must have been pa- playing pass back, passing back and forwards for half the game. But I think it really comes down to, as I said last week, we got a middle four of players who can't – they'll have good games. But if some if some of them are having really bad games, let's say two with them, the others can't recover. We don't have wingbacks that are good enough to recover to help move the ball up. And our midfielders, I'll say it, we overrate them. They're fine. There's no problem with being fine. There's no problem with being a midfielder that should maybe come off the bench more often than not. But we have two midfielders that are fine, that we we overrate a little bit. And also the fact that we don't really have much midfielders at all. And that's so where we get Harry caught Winks. out. Harry Winks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that for myself. <laughs> it started a fight. I wasn't blaming Harry Winks. I was just saying, like, wow, the lack of just are we supposed to be excited that we're we're zero zero when we're about to bring on Harry Winks? Like, holy shit. Because that's our and and Conte must Conte turns around and goes, All right, all right, I'm getting overloaded in the midfield. Who do we got? We have one player, like one player, and it's Harry Winks, and it's very unfortunate. But, I think uh, that's actually a good transition for my biggest point of the match. And I yeah. mentioned this after the game inside of our wonderfully positive group chat. I think this is the first time I can remember where Conte didn't have an adjustment. It kind of felt like we were going through the movements and all three of the subs were like for like. And it was very clear that the way they were set up against us was much more effective than the way we were set up against them. I mean, Basuma's an incredible player. Um, he also may be a criminal, but let's not get into that. As far as soccer players go, he was unreal on Saturday. And we got absolutely bossed in the midfield, and they forced us into being prime Mourinho, damn it, prime Spurs coach before Nuno ball. Uh, where yeah, I thought it was more Nuno ball. Where we had to go, we had to bypass the midfield, and the long passing just wasn't there on the on that day. So, yeah. as you said, props to Brighton, but we didn't adjust, and we've been the worst team, or even with the our opponent, the last two games, and it was clearly not the case on Saturday. We were the worst team. For 90 full minutes, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I wanted, I wanted to say that I, I don't want to completely overreact. It's a tough loss, definitely. I don't want to overreact because of the fact that we have we, – we saw other teams lose as well. So that came to our advantage somehow. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of improvement that needs to happen in this club. And <clears throat> I wrote down here in my notes that we need to trust Conte <laughs> in the summer. We The man knows who he needs to bring in to change this club. 
he already did it with Kulu and Bentacore. And I I think the priority right now is wingbacks because they they were not affecting the game at all. Regulon had one of probably his worst performance in a Spurs shirt. And then Emerson was just like non-existent. So, and then we tried relying on our midfield and our back four to, or back three, sorry, to create chances and they can't because <laughs> they're not those players. They're not. I, I, I hate harping on the midfield because like, you're right. The wingbacks are the main, the main issue. And I thought this would fit perfectly for Reggie and it, it just isn't fitting at all. I, he looks like he's a chicken with his head cut off running around. And on the other side, it's not with Emerson. It's not so much that it's, he's not at all a, a wingback. He doesn't play at all like a wingback. And you see the players stop passing to him. And then you see, him, or he receives the ball. And then you know what is going to happen. He stands there. He faces up um, whoever's guarding him down the, uh, down the right side when we're on off, when, when we're in the offensive zone and then he passes it back to wherever he got him from. He's not taking you to the line. He's not putting in a good cross. He's not trying to put in a good cross. It just uh, He's just there, I don't know, to be a body. He's much. I think he's an okay defender. He's fine. But in this wingback system, he's a huge detriment, unfortunately. It's actually, that is a good transition to something I read today on Twitter where uh, – I forget which aggregator it was, but they asked us to rate Eric Dyer this season. Now, he did not play well yesterday or on on Saturday. No one really played well. But there were so many comments saying that he needs to be replaced. And if Eric Dyer needs to be replaced, we have to what? In a best-case scenario, replace both wingbacks, both midfielders, and probably Davis, Uh, at the very least, if we're putting Eric Dyer as someone who needs to be replaced. So we're not getting six starters this offseason, even though I said we're going to spend 300 million pounds. Six <laughs> starters isn't said that's not happening. And also that's yeah, not how not. this works. This isn't FIFA. It's it's really funny, Jamar, because it's almost like Derek's such a hypocrite in the fact that like we're not getting six pay- players, but we're spending 300 million dollars. Yeah. yeah, we're spending 300 million. No, 300 million dollars. That's that's the key. So pounds. I think you said are we about to get into a currency argument now? We, we could. It depends on inflation <laughs> at the time. But oh no. Just think about it. We spend we spend 70 million on two players, which if we're gonna get Martinez, we're spending 70 million on him. I don't think that's that crazy to say that it's 300 million. Probably as I backtracked a little bit in previous pods, it's probably gonna be a quarter billion instead of three hundred. But I don't. Again, I don't think that's like 15, out, out of. You took twenty five million off of it. No, I took two fifty. I took fifty off. Uh, oh, you said. A, oh yeah, quarter. Sorry, I was doing that. That's bad math. Yeah, you know, I hear what you're saying. Well, let's let's talk about the team at hand. And like, I understand what you're saying about Eric Dyer. And yes, he's not the most pressing issue. And Eric Dyer has things that work out very well in this defense. And he does get help that he's in a back three, and he does do a very good job of organizing and. Offensively, he's a plus defender. Defensively, he's still not. And he gets covered up because he has Romero to like go send after, like go go fix this up. And how many times have we seen Romero in the past couple of games save on last second shots? Or even Davies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel a lot of the times we love the position and his leadership. But you saw what Trossard did to him. The goal, he just dropped a shoulder, and Eric Dyer flinched like I've never seen one fucking flinch in my life. Like, holy shit, you're a defender. Just stand your ground. He dipped a shoulder barely, and Dyer went three feet. I mean, he didn't really, you know what I mean? He didn't move, but like his whole body was going another way. I'm like, you just let the inside open. Where you go? What's going on? Agreed. It was a poor right in the goal. It was unfortunate that it hit Romero where it did and kind of bounced off of them and it ended up where it does, but that's football. And I expect your, you know, sent best, not best central defender, but you know, this, this guy who we've been toting is so much better and he has been better, but gets done in easily by that. So easily. I also don't want to overreact to one, one goal. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's, it, is there a defensive issue? Like this, I was listening to, 
the two Robbies, and they bring up Dyer, and every and people bring up Dyer, and I feel like Tottenham fans don't bring up Dyer because we see we've seen such an improvement, and we understand that without Dyer, that defense doesn't really work because we saw Romero in the middle, and no offense, to Romero, he's, he's our best player, and yeah, no offense, to Romero, he's did not do a good job at organizing defense, and we were a disgrace for those games all over the place. And Dyer is clearly the best one to organize everything. It's just, do we need to, is he good enough? And we'll go, I want to go through every player and say like, there's a problem with this team and that we have issues. And there are so too many players again, that aren't good enough to play for this team. But see, I, I don't mean to be, the we, couldn't sh- we didn't get up a shot against Brighton. I at home. Listen, we had a bad day at the shop. Our coach bad had day. COVID. A bad day. Arsenal loses these games, but you see their ex- – I know fuck expected goals or whatever, but you see their expected goals. You see, like, how they play, and it's nothing like how we lose. We lose in these ridiculous fashions of we didn't put a shot up on goal, and we have Hyunmin Son and Harry Kane on our team. We just won four in a row. Let's not overreact to one no, bad I'm game. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm reacting to our bad games being this. And teams figuring it out because you remember that first quarter of Aston Villa? Yeah, the first yeah. half against Aston first Villa. Half? Bad, the first half against Newcastle or Newcastle was also no. Not the great. first half against Newcastle was fine. We, it was one. It wasn't one. that bad. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the goal, but Aston Villa. I thought Aston Villa worse. was like sure, sure. Was like all right. So just overload the middle because and we'll and if we can't get the ball, Berg one was the, the, that chance at the end when Hat, Kane you know finally got his first like header on the ball and it fell to Berg when he missed it. But like not gonna. That was like our only chance in like the second half even but yeah i'm not, I'm not over, overreacting i'm just saying like we lose these games in these ridiculous fashions of we didn't even get a shot on brighton at home like jesus christ mm-hmm. there's there's a huge issue then in the midfield because we're not about to blame our front three and as much as people wanted to get on harry kane for going to the masters and being jet lagged like come on give me a break was, give me a break you know he was week. back the next day. Like we just want him to like Harry. Why don't you put? Why don't you play defense? Then why don't you assist yourself for the goal? Or why don't you assist Son for the goal? while after getting the ball back. Oh, because you have a team where no one can get you the ball. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And I think actually, the flooding of the midfield is a disaster for been... Bencore. Is a disaster for Bencore. Yeah. No. The, I think the midfielders were both completely unequipped and did not show up at all because so, how many times were they doing were they doing the dire to Betancourt or Hoiberg and then to Romero and then repeat it, it felt like remember we would have these bad games against Liverpool where the pass maps would be Toby passing to Jan and then passing to either Rose or Walker and then back well, I said that Dyer Romero had a nice little pass back all game and I had flashbacks of Pochettino when we would lose to much better teams like Again, oh, I don't, I, I'm not trying to be overreact, overreactive here because we've been on a really good run of form and we went from yeah. being like a 25% chance of making the Champions League to, fortunately for us, still being the favorite Probably, for fifth yeah. place. But, yeah, United, no, I think United's going to take it. United's going to sneak up and yeah, no, take not. it. No, no. I, that's not happening. <laughs> That's not happening. They struggled but against Norwich. Come on. The middle, right. The middle four and the three, four, three is definitely our weakness. Also, the fact that we can't make a tactical change, but I don't want to pile on Conte too much. Pile on the, the uh, medical staff. What the fuck is Oliver Skip doing? Like, what is happening? What is going on? Groin infection, man. It happens to, uh, he's a young lad. Maybe he had a little bit too much fun at the club. Oh, didn't didn't Jose say someone gave him a bad shot? Like the needle gave him the fucking infection? Could be, or you know, they're they're covering up. I'm just, uh, I'm just pissed because like that's a player we can bring into that midfield, and sure, you know, I don't I don't believe in Pierre's offensive abilities, but they're okay, they're good enough. He can yeah. make something happen every once in a while. So he did, he did in the game. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that little. Oh, God, and then your cross, dad was like, right. Yeah, I was like, look, look at Pierre's like offensive abilities. I'm like, yeah, the ball bounced off three guys. You got the he's 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 a soccer player. He's a professional soccer player. I hope he can do some exactly. good shit. But like overall, like I he's not he's not the guy. He's not. Someone I said today that guy. No, I think Pierre was actually one of the bright spots on Saturday because we played decent defense. I mean, yeah, but he, like they he even had he even had that pirouette on the side of the box. It was probably yeah, that's the one chance, we were talking about. Besides the Bergwijn one, the one where. 
Yeah, Reggie we were was, talking about that. Reggie was a little bit off. Yeah, shocker that Reggie was a little bit behind. Uh, he was a little I'm off. Weird. He just misses those all the time. Like he just comes sliding in. He, I don't know if he, he closes his eyes and he just comes sliding in. He just whiffs. I thought it would work out for Reggie, and it's really just not. And you said it last week. He could go back to Real Madrid, and we can we can get forty out. plus million for him. Absolutely, not that he's a bad player, but if we can get that kind of money for him. I hope he goes back to Real Madrid. Do you guys do you guys honestly think Real will want this guy back? Yes. Yeah. How? Because they don't play our system. He could dominate in Spain. I, I have no doubts about that. He did. Well, do you know why we, we we went after Reggie because of his play in the of winning his in team Sevilla. in the Europa League pretty and much. Sevilla. Yeah. So there is a player there. For sure. Might not just fit the system, and that's perfectly fine. We've had just like players like that. You are your father's son. Well, if we let's go, so like let's go back to the I'm just kidding. Field. When we got Ben Cor, the the thing on him was well, even the first couple of games, he was a little slow on the ball. He's a he can be an excellent player when he has his time, but definitely a little slow on the ball. And you saw it in this game; they gave him the Sofa Score game the highest rating, and I was like, how? How? Like, I guess. Wait, who are we talking about again? Sorry, Ben Ben Cor. Okay. He gave the ball away so often in this game, just getting mm-hmm. quickly overloaded because he couldn't – he doesn't know the second – he doesn't know the initial pass. Like when that ball comes into Kane and Kane immediately just hits it into someone's path. That's There There was the – the triangles were shut down, so maybe that was pretty much it. Just You overload us in the midfielder, and our midfielder midfielders are not good enough to get at, break out of it. They're good enough to defend it. They're not good enough to break out of it. And then when Kane wasn't really dropping deep, we just get overloaded and they just literally stopped everything at the midfield at the midfield line. Like you saw that passing chart, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, you think about when Bendecor was that against Burnley or West Ham? We're back to this claret and gold jersey issue. Um, but when he made three defenders look stupid and we all just like clenched our butts when it happened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. It, it's hard to really impact the attack. He was receiving the ball a ton with his back towards the opponent's goal. And again, wing backs would probably help this if he could get the ball moving forward. But alas, this is what we are now that our best wing back, who would have said that a year ago, is out for the season. But we miss him. I, we really do. How sick is that? The Doherty is easily our best wing back, and it's not even remotely close. Who would have said that a year ago? But I, I think when we when we got him, we got him as a wing back, and then Mourinho immediately made sure. him not a wing back, and that we hated him for not being what he was. Like second Mourinho comment of the day. Um, you know what was funny? Uh, who? What other extra inch said that too? Mm-hmm. I was listening to them, and they, were, they made a Mourinho comment. They're like, oh, we thought we'd be able to keep him out for one episode. We can't. Can't it's do true. it. No, he's like, uh, he's like herpes. He just keeps coming back. <laughs> but just, it's it's more like of a – I, the thing is, is I don't want to kill anybody really on our team just for this game because – We were all horrible. Brighton, Brighton and Graham Potter just – they played well and they had a great they had a great plan. They we couldn't handle their press and we didn't yeah. really make a change, as I said before. We didn't do enough to counteract something that was choking us out. And they choked us out for 90 minutes. For 90 minutes, I choked. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. And then and then we blew it at the end. We blew yeah, it thought- in the 90th minute in, in, in the most like Spurs draw pundits and the media are so like uh, how many I saw so many like Conte unspurs is Spursy, and then we do this like just get the if we just got the the damn tie we're up four yeah. points we would have we would have escaped with that one point but mm-hmm. Dyer yeah. Dyer did not handle it well but good on Trissard man I mean he scored the opener against Arsenal it was a good goal it was a it was a sneaky little move and. Mm-hmm. Sure, we should have done wasn't better. Bad, the bounce was bullshit. He got the bounce off Romero, like hit. Oh yeah, like, hit everything Romero before and then that. Everything fell to him. 
but he, yeah, Andre, the, he undressed Dyer was a nice move. And he put it right Dyer. where was, he put it in an uns, uh, unsavable position. It was like he faked like a punch at Dyer and Dyer flinched. And I was like, dude, like you have to stand your ground and don't let him on the inside. Don't let him through the inside. Dyer's never flinching from a punch. He's, but he's flinching from some guy. Oh, God. Absolutely. It was so, it was like, I was like, dude, he didn't even do that much. It was like, nope. uh, props to Tressar just on overall his play on the day because I thought that was excellent. But God, to just get out of there with a zero zero tie. But what did Conte say? It games you can't win, don't lose. I thought that was a brilliant comment. And we fucking lost that game. And then after, like, after we had different opinions because you were more logical, but we lucked out with, uh, the results for Arsenal, the result for Arsenal. But I was just pissed because, like, wh- why we always just do this? We make things so much harder than for ourselves. There was so much talk about, yo, we could be out of this. The, the Arsenal game might not even really play in that much because if we just play our games correctly. But no, we go out and we drop the less. worst game of the fucking season. And then Arsenal win- loses. And I'm like, thank God. But that should have been six points. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And like Arsenal fans can look at it too. They should have beat Southampton maybe. But to at least get that one point and not let up that garbage goal at the end. Like we always mm-hmm. do. Is like <laughs> they then it, it just allows people to bring it back. Like it, is it just in our DNA? We just do this all the fucking time. Like we can't get that one point. We just can't. But then, like Leicester happened, Man City happened. So, maybe we played like you want to call us. We played like our manager had COVID. That's what I would say. Uh, well, I still think they should have known the system well enough by now to figure it out. Well, that's it's not like that's not the like thing. it wasn't there. I think I think Potter counteracted the system so well, and we didn't have a change. And I said this in chat. I don't want to kill Conte, but we didn't have a plan B. We didn't. They flooded the midfield, and we made. I mean, you th- look at the subs, right? We brought on Bergvine. What is our plan B? I don't know if we have one. I think the three-five-two exactly. would have been the choice. You can't. The, it's hard the plan to B the is the nightmare. The plan B is the plan B is hopefully Skip gets back. We can at times put three midfielders in there, and hopefully that sure. Hopefully, but even in a even in this Kane, not ideal situation, we have you no take Kulisevsky off, who was completely ineffective. Not really any fault of his own. The front three was ineffective as, as a group because you couldn't get the ball to him. But you take him off, but the very underwhelming Harry Winks on there, it's harder to flood the midfield when there's five players instead of four. This is more of a Bergvine thing where who's coming on first for Kulu because there are times when the directness or the speed of them are needed. Or will be needed. And it was this game was perfect example. Kulu was pretty much or Deki, Kulu Deki was pretty much yeah, he just did not he was not in this game. This was not his a good game for him. And we could have we needed the change. But more is gonna is more always gonna come on? Because I think Bergwine just needs more time. But are we stuck the Bergwijn, fact that he has to play on Conte sunny liked, side? Yeah. I think Conte likes him there. I mean No, I think he's that they're better there too but i need I, th- I think he's better than mora mora was a fucking mess he couldn't he, yep. couldn't, he, he got a few good dribbles in but like yeah his touch and then his passes he lost the just... ball he couldn't pass he was a mess he, he was like and, as bad people as people want him at right wing back no, yeah, no you're we, right listen we agreed with you pal we're on team. No. We're on team. No, Lucas at right wing back. I'm on team. Put try Kulu there and make sure you make sure that Romero gets over to help and you can push Kulu up farther and hope that Hoiberg drops back to sometimes play that position also when you kind of that's maybe plan B and have Mora up front because sometimes speed kills and Kulu and Mora can maybe switch, but yeah, we're talking, we're just gambling here now. We're just gambling with players that we're putting there, which is very shitty. But it looks like I think we're going to have to leave Emerson there, at least for the defensive part. And then maybe he can put two good games together and the rest of the team will carry his shit until we get rid of him in the offseason. I don't think Emerson there is such a bad thing against good teams. It's more of the Brightons and the Burnleys of the world where his 
lack of offense. We're gonna foul, lose but... those Burnley, that Burnley Norwich, Norwich. Uh, no, we're, we're not. We're not losing to Norwich. <laughs> we, we're probably not losing to Sean Dyches. Do they have a manager yet? Is it still Ben Me? I don't know. They tied their game though. They tied West Ham. Yeah. Well, that's see, lead me to another good point. No, but West no Ham. one, no one wants fourth place. But all of the teams like hovering around the relegation zone. I mean, Watford and Norwich are going down, but Everton's won, Burnley's won. Anytime the other team in the relegation battle for 18th place wins, the teams around them continue to win after they do. <laughs> so it's like complete opposite feelings at the top and bottom. Because, no, honestly, I think whoever gets fourth, hopefully it's us, is just the team that is the least shit. Well, I think we know what West Ham's doing. West Ham is selling out for to win the Europa. Sure, and that's fine. No, Go that's... ahead, West Ham. So I'll be happy when you lose in the final. Dude, they scare me. Did... They scare me in this. They're, I that think they're the favorites. That team's a well-oiled machine. They might not have the best players, but they are. And and their their body their body. Look what they did to the two teams that have, they play that play with like skill in Sevilla and Leon. They just body them off the ball. Mm-hmm. Good team. Good out. team. Who they? Who's beating them? Barcelona's out, bro. Ben was, I didn't know Ben mm-hmm. was a big uh, West Ham guy. I'm not. I'm just. I'm being honest. They, the four teams left are what? Rangers, Frankfurt, Frankfurt, and West Ham, and someone else. RP RB Le- Is it Leipzig? Yeah, it's Leipzig. Yeah. So, who's the best team there? We're Probably gonna say Leipzig. Are you are you sure about that? Are you dead on sure about that? Leipzig's the best best team because you've seen West Ham be yeah. good, and they have good West Ham. You know has good players between Antonio and Bowen and Rice. It's a good team. But uh, yeah, they're, they're clearly. I'm so not here my, to prop up West Ham. Not, my not biggest concern is that West Ham Arsenal game. Arsenal just storms them because West Ham's not playing. West Ham's playing to win the Europa League. I think they know what. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they can get to Champions League football. Agreed. But yeah, sorry, we're doing a little too much on what's that. What's that? That rule? Can we have five Premier League teams? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because it, it, if they the win the Europa, the Europa League, League, doesn't it doesn't matter? The only way it would be a problem is if one of the top three teams, or if I'm sorry, if West Ham was a top four team, a top then, no, and then it would just move down one. Right. True. Yeah. But th- we can have five. Because like it's like last year when Sevilla when Sevilla won. Yeah, against United. Yeah, yeah. When Sevilla won, that put more Spanish teams than they're allowed into, or not allowed. You know what I mean? More than they're given. Actually, they they really changed the rule around the couple. Of the, I think it was a year or two after we missed the Champions League when we were in fourth, and I want to say Chelsea won the Champions League, but they were in like tenth place in the league. All right, let's do something quickly, or not quickly. We'll we'll go through it. I'm just gonna go through players, and you're gonna write stay, bench, or go. Oh, we're playing this game again. My favorite. We're just going to go through the team. Mm-hmm. Let's start. This will be an easy one. Let's start with Emerson. Stay. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again? Oh, man. I say stay, and I'll, I'll, I'll back it up. Yeah, go of ahead. course. Go ahead. So I'm going to say stay. Be- wait, okay. Before, be- is this like, for the end of the season? No, we can't sell them now. We're talking in the summer. <clears throat> okay. No, no, okay. Is this player no, no, good no. enough if we want a challenge to win the Premier League to be on no. Spurs? Nope. As Honestly, a- if we played four at the back, I could entertain that thought. But in mm-hmm. a back three, there's no way in the world I would. Emerson can't stay. Yeah. And I think I mean, 30 million dollars for him. That was. 30 million for him was ridiculous. That's chump change now, though, man. That's nothing. That's sure. True. Um, yeah, I, I'm not with you. I, I think he should go. And I think we should try to sell him. No, no, no. Joe Mar changes mine. This is three for three. Yeah, I was I was confused. <laughs> uh, this will be an easy one, too. Romero stays because Stay. he's our best defender. Sure. Best Eric Dyer. Stay. 100 percent has to stay. But all right, so answer the rest of it though. Is he a bench player or is he starting? He's starting. We have too many weaknesses elsewhere for him. We can't. Yeah. Okay. I don't think, I don't find a scenario where we get a center mid in our back three. Should he be starting? Than... Yes. You think he, he's good enough to really be the starter? 
if we're talking su- summer 2023, we can think about replacing him. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree that he has to be there. He's going to be there and he should, he should 100% stay on the team. I still think he's, if I really look at him, he's a Ben, he's a backup mid, he's a backup central defense, central back, center back. In an right? ideal situation, yes. yes. But think about it this way you look at Man City, is he better than John Stones? I would say yes. As he's a defender, better than Harry he's better than Harry Maguire. Yeah, I mean, he's he can start on yeah, plenty of no top four teams. Forever. He's better than Ben White. But like, I, I just don't see. As I was saying with the Twitter thing, I don't think Eric Dyer is really. No, no, no I'm not. That's not team. what I'm saying. I mean, I, I just no. Think I'm not we, saying you're saying that, but Twitter we're, said we're overhyping. We're saying I still think we're overhyping him. I think. I, oh yeah, that's rough. I still think we're overhyping him. But of course. But there were but yeah, way he, too many. He's other not. Problems. He's not the issue. He is no. His replacement is not a priority in my book. And then this one, I think, maybe Ben Davis gets a bench stay. Yes, absolutely. That is a clear. Yes. You can't definitely. have an issue with him this year. This is the best season he's ever had for our our club, and it's not even close. Sir, I'll go. Sorry, sir. Uh, sorry. So we're saying. For this summer and the upcoming season, we want yeah, just for ben next Davies. season. Like, don't even think about who. Like, I don't want you to think about are these players like Derek's kind of putting it into a sense of who are we buying, how many players can we buy, who can we replace. Don't even think about that. Just think about the player and what we what our goal is. Is this player good enough, regardless of money, regardless of any of that? So when I say Dyer. I'm saying, is this player good enough to be our starting center back if we want to compete with Man City or Liverpool or be anywhere close? Let's say we're comp- or compete with Chelsea. How about beat Chelsea? Jesus Christ, I can't do that. So how about that? That's that's what I'm asking. Don't worry about cash. Is this player good enough? Yeah, what Derek said. This is probably one of his best seasons in his first year. So. Stay on the bench. Yeah. I like that. I like stay, that. He's a backup. He's versatile. Mm-hmm. In a pinch, we could put him at left wing back. Reggie. <laughs> my my dad literally just texted that Reggie sucks. So he doesn't suck. <laughs> That's not <laughs> somehow, it's somehow my dad, it's I've, not me. I've become like King Optimist. What happened to your dad, man? I don't know. Mourinho his got shit canned and now he's him. like the mean guy. Uh Reggie. <laughs> uh, see. It's hard for me to make it. Make no, he some... just he he just bites easy, man. Yeah, that's true. At the right price, he goes so ham on his arguments. I'm like, I was just messing with you. <laughs> Jomar gets it too. Jomar was so in on me, just like just saying things about Jose. I mean, Jose. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's two or three. Um, what is that? Sorry. Go finish your sir your surge comment. I apologize. Don't call him Serge, okay? Because you're confusing the listeners. There's one yeah, Serge, and he's playing he Sergio. Sorry, Sergio. Uh, Region is. Reguilon. It's tough. I, I really think it's going to come down to who does Conte believe in, either him or Sessignon. Personally, I'd rather have Sessignon. Sessignon's a wing back. It's but yeah. it's funny. Like you just you just watched Reggie's style of play, and you expected like he could be a good wing back, but. Sure. It all makes sense, but there are the signs are not there, and I think honestly we can get more money for him than we could for Sessignon. So I will say, love you, Reggie, little brother, big vibes. You're out of here. Big vibes. Yeah. All right. What, so I, move. what I wanted to ask real quick. Sorry. Okay. What I wanted to ask you real quick is what made him? Because when he first got here, he did not look like he looks now. He looked really good. What made him? I'm gonna ask you guys this because I honestly don't know. What made him look good in in his first spell here? In the back four. That's what helped. I don't think it's that simple. No, 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 no. Like that's what he was playing. I mean, that helps because he was generally in a back four, but it was just better than anything we had on that side for so long. But I also think it comes down to. It's a subtle difference between a left back in a back four and a wing back in a back three. Reggie is really, really good between the 18s. And he's just not. He makes really good runs. Yeah, but he can't finish. And he's a good defender and he has a good engine. And there are a lot of good things that he does. 
Like he's, no, he's get, an okay defender. He's not the if, greatest defender. If we get fifty million for Sessegnon, I would sell him tomorrow and say, Reggie, you're our backup left wing back. I don't think there's a ton between the two. I think their styles are a little bit different, but I think Sessegnon is a better attacker, which is, I think what is more important for a wing back than Reggio. And he's younger. How much younger is he? I don't know how old Reggie is. Oh, you're right. He is pretty young. I forgot. They're both oh, so young players, and I'm not rushing either of them out the door, but I do think we can upgrade. Yeah, I'm, I just think we can. Yeah, I'm with Derek. I'm with Derek in that we can get more money for Reg probably. So I don't see the, much of a difference. I see Sassanone fitting in maybe even better into this Nicante system. So yeah, uh, Reggie can go just because we can money for money reasons. Holy shit. Hmm? Sessnion is way younger than Reggie. Sessnion's what, 22? Okay. He's 20. He just turned, no, he'll turn 22 in a month. Reggie, Reggie's 25. Wow, I thought he was gonna, you were going to say like 28. I mean, yeah. That's almost, that's almost, <laughs> your reaction was not appropriate to three years. That's almost three and a half years. That's big and, yeah, I agree, but I, I knew Reggie was definitely older. Three years is probably what I would have guessed. Like, but I, I, I thought it was closer than that. I thought he was like 23, 24. Well, Reggie's thing was he couldn't get into the Real Madrid team because there were two guys in front of him, and now there really aren't. But sure. Um, so he was, I, I, I would have guessed 25, not been surprised at all. I guess I also thought Sess was a little bit older. Let's move to this. So we, we did Sess and Reg together. Uh, let's move to the midfield. And I guess there's four midfielders we're going to talk about. One of them we can just not talk about. His name is Harry Winks, and we, he can go like as soon as possible. Anyway, I, I possible. think we can. I think we kind of lump the other three midfielders because we're selling Winks, obviously, right? In an ideal situation. Yeah. But do you think one of them needs player. to be replaced? And do you think, I think no that replacement? I, I think in an ideal situation, they're all rotation options. I don't know whether they're starters or. Subs, I, I think ideally we get one or two other midfielders and they kind of rotate and we see who works best. But it's, yeah. it's hard for me to to say really, it now. And I, I've been Skip's biggest fan, but he hasn't played, played in two yeah. months. And with the other two, I can't. Uh, yeah, with the other two, I can't say stay or it's it's not their starters. I don't think Pierre or Betancourt are surefire starters. I think they can be, but I don't think they are. I, but I can't yet say if they should go or leave because I don't know. We don't have any midfielders, so I can't kick anyone out. Uh, and Dombley will be back. And Dombley will be back. I'm assuming we'll be able to sell Lo Celso. Who's going to buy Dombley? <laughs> like, who's going to buy him? He's horrible. I can't, I can't believe PSG is not in on him. Why? You don't think why, why, why would anyone be on it, in on him? Exactly. Because A, Poch, he's French, and B, Pochettino is the one who brought yeah, him but, to our club. Uh, but, like, Pochettino makes mistakes, and, like, you make mistakes in life, and you see your mistakes, and he's clearly just he, – he, he scores that goal, but he wasn't that good in that game. That goal was kind of, you know, a tap-in. He, he's, he, he lumbers around the field. And now he's getting like pushed around by in that in that West Ham game. I was like, he, he couldn't handle the West Ham midfield. And you made a comment about that. And it's I was like, midfield, that was the same thing that we had to deal with most of the time, other than like his few like you know amazing plays, was him getting out hustled. Because all you have to do is out hustle him. If you just put pressure on and run fast, like I feel like I always think I I watched Gallagher play in that what was it the uh, Arsenal game, and I watched his like work rate. And I was like, he would be Ndombele's nightmare. Yeah. Ndombele has all the all the skill in the world. But as we have said before, he shows up at the park and he destroys all the kids at the park. He doesn't want to, but he doesn't run back and, you know, do really anything. It's, it's, it's not great. We're not going to get that $45 million tag we put on him. I don't know what he's going to go for. But, uh, yeah, so... Let's get away from that. But yeah, we have two well, hold midfielders. On. No, 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 let's not get away. No, no, we're still. I, I, I want to no. get back. You, you want to stay on Ndombele? Just for one second. Okay, I, I had a great breakthrough, and I don't know which niche listener this is for, but in Dragon Ball Z, right? Certain people, and I'm not a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. My brother was, but they combine their powers, 
And the ideal footballer, in my opinion, would be if Ndombele and Sissoko combined their powers. What a monster human being that would be. Yeah, you get you get the better play in the third, and you got someone who can actually run around the field. Right, you take the technical ability from Dombele and put it in the engine of Sissoko. Yep, I mean Sissoko, Sissoko was a great midfielder for a year because of his just engine. Right, just constantly running fast. So, yep. for the eight people that, who understood that, that what, that's for you. Yes, that is exactly, that what Dembele was. That was well, exactly what, but Dembele was. Yeah, Dembele. Right, was exactly right. That. That's what they would become. Dembele. With I mean, finish. like even when Yama was better at that too. I miss our I miss our Belgians. We need to buy some Belgian players. The the biggest issue I also feel in our midfield is that Bencore and Hoiberg are not athletic. They're athletic enough. They're good positional. They have good like some Bencore has some good technical skills. Hoiberg has great positioning. But when it comes down to it, it's not. There's they're not athletic players. They're not especially especially fast. They're not especially quick. Like. Skip is that's why I give I, I rank Skip higher just because his pure athleticism and quickness makes it so we can do things and move up the ball the field quicker. I think Hoiberg's still smarter than Skip because he's obviously a veteran, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're just two players who I can't they can start, but I think they're both bench players. But we obviously have other needs that are going to have to be taken care of. But I mean, we've been connected with other midfielders and then other midfielders will come in. We'll see if they're actually better or on par and then we'll see which fits best. I mean, you saw Weston McKinney were connected with Erickson if he wants to come back and we'll, we'll see how that, who, what midfielders come to the door, but obviously one, there has to be more midfielders because this isn't, this is awful. I got a great question. Actually, I thought of this just now. So you take two groups of three in different position groups, right? You take Emerson, you take Reggie and you take Sessegnon. And then in the other group, you take Betancourt, Hoiberg, and Skip. Which of those three, if you had to sell either one of those groups? Say it again. So I'm leaving Doherty out of this because at this point, I feel like Doherty's staying. Doherty stays. Doherty's at least. So em- Emerson, least. Reggie, and Sess, or Hoiberg, Skip, and core not necessarily even selling which of those two groups do you feel more comfortable with moving forward i feel more comfortable with the midfield keeping the midfielders because we don't have midfielders mm-hmm. you're yeah really so because first, i kind wait, of wait wait you said emerson and reggie right Emerson, Reggie, and Sess. And Sess. And yeah. Sess. So you want to get rid of three of our... No, no, no. I, I just mean simply which of those, if you had to keep, well, not necessarily even keep, but which of those three, those two groups more need reliable. to be more upgraded? Oh, the wingbacks. This is a system mm-hmm. based on wingbacks. We don't have any wingbacks. We have zero wingbacks. Sess is no. a wingback. We have one wingback. Sess is a wingback, yes. But the whole system is based on wingbacks. Like, sure. So yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. We're getting rid. We need to get rid of the wingbacks and replace them. All right. We mm-hmm. We'll move up to the forward three, which we're keeping all of them. <laughs> no, keep and start. Right. You're replacing Sun. No, You're replacing we're not Kane? replacing Sun or Kane. Are you replacing Kulu? I'm. I wouldn't replace Kulu. I think he's been insane. But I'm curious if you guys want to possibly upgrade. I can't, I can't say I would replace him. No. He's been insane, as you said. Like I have nothing to say that. I have certain things where his game isn't perfect, but like he's been unbelievable for us. It fit, he, he brings a different dimension that Mora doesn't. That is much better and suited to Son and Kane than this mm-hmm. maniac running around who can dribble really well and is fast. That's but really... Kulu is just a way, a way more technical player that mm-hmm. works out much better. So he's a he's a more complete player. And and even if we do get someone that you know makes him look this team is going to have to be if we want to do what we want to do and be who we want to be I, i'm assuming we're going to have to have a good backup for for i keep saying i'm going to call him kulu that's his name that's i don't care yeah so we i think we're going to have to have a certain backup because there are certain parts of his game right now at least that mora does replace and but mora's not exactly good enough and i i feel terrible saying that because mora is such like a cult hero mm-hmm. to Spurs fans because of what he did and it's not like he's a bad player it's just these guys have been here for so damn long and they mm-hmm. should have been out 
a while ago. And the credit we give to uh, Paratici is he got rid of a lot of the players that have been at Spurs a little too long. The credit yeah. I don't give Paratici is that he didn't bring back enough midfielders. He got he lucks out because both Bentoncourt and especially Kulu have been pretty damn good. But yeah. he doesn't he didn't give Conte many options of that in the in the midfield, and we saw it like zero zero Brighton, kind of a must win game, and on comes Harry Winks, and your dad kind of thought I was blaming Harry Winks for the game. I wasn't blaming Harry Winks for the game, but Harry Winks comes on, and you're like, how uninspiring is this? Like, oh, what? What is happening? I understand like midfield is getting overloaded, but this is just so uninspiring for the game because it's it's Harry Winks. Like that's who's yeah. gonna score, like that's gonna score the goal. Harry Winks, like last two goals came in because he by accident like mishit balls and they like ended up in the back of the goal. So Morecambe. Yeah. So I'm just I'm a little look, I, I think we're the favorites to get top four, but I'm a little nervous that like Squads after could is could affect us. Wait, are we not? Are we not grading our subs? No, we can get the subs. I was just talking about something else. Harry Wings. (laughs) No, (laughs) I was talking about. We get there eventually. No, I was talking about Paratici in the uh, January transfer window and how he did a good job. There's so many players on the team that are still here and have been here forever, and Paratici did a great job of getting players out, but he left Conte with an anemic midfield. One mid one of those midfielders goes down and. Boom, it's done. We lose Bencore in the next game. Like, what do we do? Mm-hmm. You think we're coming in top four starting Harry Winks and Pierre? Yikes. I mean, uh, you're right. We're, we're about to play Brentford, who's won their last four games, beating Chelsea, beating West Ham. I don't know who they sure. beat, but they, they, they've been on an insane run since they, you know. But our old friend Christian Eriksen. Yeah, I hope he plays like he played at the end of uh, his time at Tottenham. I hope we buy him. Because he's going to be on a free. Still have to pay him. It's going to come down to his uh, his happiness. I mean, I don't know what his head's like, but um, uh, let's not talk about Eriksen right now. Let's get let's get into the subs. Okay. Steven Bergwijn. Days. This one is so difficult because well, you saw what they're offering. You saw Manu. Manu has connections, but they think they're going to get him for twenty million, and there's no f- way they're going to get him for twenty million. No, I wouldn't and, sell him for twenty. Uh, Ajax, Ajax wants him, and they'll probably we'd be more willing to sell him for twenty million. But I don't think twenty million is right the price. I think this. I think he can really play. We just don't actually mm-hmm. give him any right. time. Bring him in the eighty-fifth minute. Go score. Pull another Leicester, please. Like that can't be his role. Stevie's biggest problem is that the two best players on our team play his play two his best position. positions. Yep. And and the other the other issue is he's slightly behind both of them to a degree enough where you can't start him. Agreed. And I would love some rotation, but based on his history, Conte is not a rotating coach. So well, he's gonna have to fucking learn. Sorry, I'm trying to get rid of my cursing, but he really needs to. He's gonna have to learn because. Spurs fans aren't going to be cool with just not competing in certain tournaments because he doesn't want to switch up things. Like he's he's going to have to adapt to to win FA Cups and Carabao Cups and all these stuff. You need to want to have a little bit of luck to have a team that can play on a Wednesday and then play on a Saturday and have two teams that are able to do that. Start dummier starters, but also be able to sub people out and not have a fear of we're going to have a massive fall off. And agreed. I think we have a massive fall off all over the field right now. I think our attacking, well, we'll get to that, but because I feel pretty confident in our attacking band. But yes, our depth elsewhere is pretty terrible. All right. So after Stevie, mm-hmm. Lucas Mora. Mm-hmm. So, so as is a visual media, Derek is really struggling with this. And I think I know why. Lucas, as I said before, Lucas is a cult hero here. Uh, he does some things really good, meaning his dribbling is excellent. But other than that, it's really no. The hardest part for me is that Lucas is finally where we wanted him. He's finally like the first impact sub off the bench. But how much longer is he gonna? How old is Lucas? He's almost thirty, right? 
I want to say he's 28. Yeah. I think he's going to stay because who's going to pay us any sort of value for him? Probably one of the Portuguese teams. But I, I don't know. I, I just – I would love to upgrade him. Yeah. yeah. But, but like, if those players come in, like you said, like, let's say like we somehow pull off the Latoro Martinez or the Dybala. Then we're shooting him into the sun. He's gone. Yeah. Like, he's out of here. He's so, never so, playing so again. Then, it, then you just kind of answered the question. Like, there, there it is. We're going after these guys. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a tr- – no matter if we don't – if we if we get fifth place and we're in the Europa League, I promise our transfer window will be just as aggressive as it always was. And True. Conte will have to convince players, look, we're in the Europa League this year, but – we don't have to focus on that. Let's try to win the Premier League or um, fight for the Premier League. You know, I saw, did Holland sign the deal? Someone was saying that Holland signed a deal with Man City. He's just fucking great. Um, but, <laughs> but um, half, yeah, if yeah, we want to. Half a million pounds per week. There's there's a Conte Paratici thing that I believe in that Conte can get certain players to come play for him that sure. won't totally matter on top four. Top four will make everything much easier. But as you said, Derek, we're fighting for top four, and it's almost like we're fighting for top four just to get players to want to sign with us so we can win the Premier League more than get into UCL. UCL. Yeah. Which I'm okay with that plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that plan also. Don't want to finish behind Arsenal. We should 100%. I think we have a much end. better chance of winning the champion or the, winning the Premier League than we do the Champions League. And I know we were just there three years ago, but We'll see, but I think it's much more likely with Conte as manager who win the Premier League and don't win because he's never won the Champions League, right? He's like Pep. <laughs> well, Pep's won it plenty. He just can't win it with an English team with all the money in the world. Oh, that's, true. That's, um, true. that's true. Or with you know Messi. Um, <laughs> or with uh, yeah, <laughs> the best player in the history of the the planet. Um, but yeah, I think what it really comes down to between Bergvine and Lucas is who would you rather keep? Bergvine. 100%. I think Stevie obviously is younger. I will always love Lucas for mm-hmm. that Champions League run. And I do think Lucas is in, in, insanely, like almost to an unreal level, more valuable in Europe than he is in the Premier League. Need that. So maybe we keep them both and yeah. he can be like our savior in the Champions League because it's crazy how much better he is in Champions League and Europa League and even the abomination third tournament that we were in this year. He's just so much more effective outside of England. Sanchez. If I we can get enough... Tougher. If we can get enough money for him, I sure. agree. Like, if it's a yes. suitable number, I'm for it. Like, in the 40s? Even the 30s, man. 25 is, I guess I would take it. He's too much of a klutz. And it's it's, it's been not so much. No, he's, he's just limited. It's a klutz. He doesn't fit the system. What, if what Romero I, went I, down, I, I would be. Super athletic, but no yeah. technical ability. Right. If mm-hmm. Romero went down, I'm okay with him for a month. But anything beyond that, I, I'm sorry. I just don't feel comfortable enough with him. We saw he was an abomination at left center back. I mean, he doesn't have the communication. If, if we ability. lose Romero, it's like we're not really coming over the replacement. Look look what happened to Liverpool last year. They lose Van Dyke for the season. They never really actually replace Van Dyke. That's not how this works. So I don't think Sanchez is the worst option to be there. And if he has to play over a month, sure. that That's how it has to be. Like injuries are what, are what they are. Is he... And I know what you're saying. Like he can only play a month, but who are we? Who are we gonna get a? Ba- we're gonna go out and get a backup, uh, uh, right center back. Well, that's why I said it has to do with price. If we can sell him for 25, 30 million pounds, thank you for playing, Davinson. Have a a great life. I appreciate your time here. Okay. But I don't think we're gonna get that for him. No, so I think I, I, I think he stays. I think he stays also. Uh, Joe Roden. Who cares, man? Yeah, for real. It's just like the most <laughs> milquetoast nonsense. Everyone's like, oh, he's so good for Wales. Conte hasn't played him more. Than, he played one game under Conte. Yep. I don't care. 
I really don't. <laughs> he seems like a nice dude. All right, so, all right, let's have fun with this one. Pierre Luigi Galini. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm disappointed that he's still on the team. Because we've had he's Alfie Whiteman for what oh, five years who can't get a game, and we're putting Galini in in the, the Europa Conference League. Like, what is going on? Yeah, we have a strong connection with Sam Johnstone. Please, I don't care that he's 29. Just give him to give him to us. Ugh, we need a back of goalie. Even for just being English. Get an English keeper. God, That's it. why I just bring in, like, the any equivalent of Joe Hart. Yeah, Galini and uh, Delhi really got close on the bench there at the end, yeah. I guess. Galini's, like, best friend vibes all over the place. He seems, like, no, he, seems like a, he seems like a real fun guy. No no joke. Like, he seems yeah, like a fun seems guy. Like a cool dude. Yeah, not a goaltender, but, like, a fun guy. Shouldn't be playing uh, keeper. Uh, skip stays. Level, skip stays. No one's arguing that. Um, who else are we missing? Who am I missing? All right, Loney's I got a good gonna one. Dis- you gonna go with the Lonies? No, no, no. Well, yes, but the one, the most important one, who he's been playing very well, according to all reports, is Troy Parrott. Oh. Would you yeah, feel comfortable yeah, with Troy Parrott being our backup, or do you want to load him out again? The problem with Troy Parrott is, well, actually, no. So we're going to loan out Scarlet because we finally can, thank God. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, well, I'm not going to complain about an overload of players that maybe came into themselves, but let's see. Let's let, Obviously, he deserves his chance. He played really good. He's been playing really good for MK Dons. So, yeah, um, I think we give him a chance. He'll, we'll see the offseason. And I believe, in as, a, as we say, we all generally trust in Conte. And Conte will see him in practice and first-team play. And if Conte doesn't like him, then sorry. I don't like you either that much. But I'm really Another getting – player to like, explode. What do you – like, what are you – Really like, early. You see goals, like – but we'll see. He's got to play Premier League level. And no, I understand. Goals. I'm getting early Kane vibes because everyone said Kane's, Kane's shit, Kane's this, that. Kane Went on like, seven loans. Kane has size. Troy Parrott is a little. We'll no, see. I'm I, not. Uh, you know what? That's a stupid comment. So I'll, I'll, I'm gonna take that I back. I just mean we'll strictly from a. This guy had promise. Now he's shit. And then he went out and worked his butt off. And I think Troy Parrott's biggest issue, and he said this in an interview recently, is that he just was immature as hell. And. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he's ready to be a big boy, and I, I'm not saying he's going to be our backup striker next year, but I don't think it's out of the question that two years from now he's backing like up Kane coming on in the 75th minute. It's like does he stay out alone? Um, I guess so. We've kind of finished out with this game. We and we can go to we can go to Ndombele, we can go to Los Celso, but let's see. Let's wait. Kind of we don't need to get really into that. There's there's not our players. Well, they and we are, need Jose there. Yeah. What about him? Um, do you how much blame are we giving? Because he's it's obviously there's so much blame going around. Do we are we blaming are we blaming Sun and Kane and Kulu for their play? No. no. I'm not. It's so it's 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 such a like a divisive thing between Tana fans and, and what Kane has to do on a daily basis. Like there was a comment like someone shouldn't have told Kane it was like seven or eight uh cup t- cup games i was like did you see what he did in the last cup game that was also a cup game when he had three assists and crushed everyone look this man is the one of the best players in the world and we give him nothing we give him son making amazing runs that's about it we don't give him the ball he goes and gets the ball and then figures it out we don't give him service we don't give him shit he does so much on his own and you want to compare him to Benzema and you want to compare him to Lewandowski. You know what they have? Players all around the field that are better than everyone else's players on the field. We have a few of that. And that's we'll go back to the midfield. Like I, I'm jumping around, but like we played multiple games where the best midfielder on the t- field was not either of our midfielders. And we're Tottenham and we're playing these lesser teams, like playing Southampton. I said it. They have Ward Prowse and Romeo in their midfield. And I'm like, I'll take that. And then this one is Basuma was by far better than Ben Cor or Pierre. I'll take that. And Here's these are lesser teams. These are lesser teams. This is my gripe. Oh, he flew to America to watch the Masters. Ooh. He can't <laughs> yeah, do anything if we can't get the ball to his feet. 
we lost the midfield battle. This is not Kane's fault. This is not Son's fault. This is not Kulisevsky's fault. Besides being your father's fault, Jomar, (laughs) which is definitely Jose's fault, and I have nothing else to say about that, we got dominated in the midfield. How do you blame the striker and the wingers for that? How do you do that? We, We didn't give up a goal until the 90th minute, which... I think would have been very fortunate if we came out of that 0-0. But shit happens. But you can't blame the three best players on the team, aside from Romero. You can't blame them if they don't have the ball at their feet. Kulisevsky did nothing. But I can't really blame him because he didn't get the ball. I think his first touch was in like the 17th minute. Just say it. We can't read your notes. I put basically what you're saying in my notes. During class today, I was making my notes during class because I had nothing to do. What, that we can't blame the three forwards? Yep. We okay. relying too much on our front three for goal contributions. I mean, yeah. that's been our life for the past, like, what, two years? It's good, yeah, though. It's this not- is an upgrade because we have a third name that we can actually think. Yeah, so. we can't yeah. blame him. It's not just Son and Kane now. It's Kulisevsky. <laughs> and, again, I'm saying all this negative shit. This is a, spe- this is a bump in the road. We're gonna oh, smash. 100%. We're gonna smash the bees this weekend. Mm. Yeah. So let's mm. transition to that. As we said briefly before, we're gonna go play up against our old mate Christian Eriksson. And every game he started in the past five games, they've won. They've won four of their last five. They've beaten Chelsea. They look really good. And West Ham. You were right. And yeah, they beat them um, in back-to-back games. And obviously, every game's gonna give me a heart attack because. No, no game is for is a sure thing anymore. Nope. Except for Man City and Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> Please press us out of the park. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's six games. Arsenal's got seven. Arsenal's got two games before we play them or we play Brentford. They got Chelsea and Man U. And let's cross our fingers that we can get a nice big win for Chelsea Ugh. and they man you and Arsenal tie Fernando hat trick. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. I don't, I don't want them to make any moves. Like as much as we, we know that their, their defense is such garbage menu. They beat us because they have just talent. There's talent there. There's just, if you have talent, it sometimes yes. it just works out and there's tons of talent on that team. What, you disagree? You disagree the talent of that on on that can team? You remember the, can you remember the United game and like tell me who had a standout performance beside Ronaldo? Did it matter? I saw one guy right. just get up there and score three he just, goals He just on did us. that this past weekend. It, yeah, like... Their team no, is a sinking ship. Bruno has been brutal the last Terrible. couple games. But, he got in a car accident. But as I said... Oh, um, yeah, speaking of Ronaldo, like, I don't know if you guys heard... Um, one of his twins passed away today, which is horrible news. And yeah, shout Sucks. out to that. Like that's just the that's terrible. I can't even imagine. But yeah, um, if but going back to the yeah, they just have talent. If Ronaldo can put up a hat trick just out of nowhere, that's something they can do that teams that that other teams can't do. So I can I, I can hope that the Man U game will be a tough game for Arsenal. Definitely. Oh yeah, we got the better schedule. We we should be the front runners to win this, and we got Arsenal at home, which should be our advantage to be determined. But yeah, let's keep plugging away. This was definitely a huge bump, uh, not a huge bump in the road. The bump in the road. It was an ugly, ugly, ugly game. Um, teams are starting to figure out the Conte system a little bit better, and hopefully he'll have a will one play better. Play with we. I mean that was another issue. We were just it looked like we were dead out there. But hopefully we play quicker and better, and then we go get back to scoring four goals a game, and then we'll be on our way to UC, to the fourth spot, and everything will be good. But I, I don't see how we're six games out, or set, and other teams are seven games out, and people are already saying uh, Arsenal fans are saying we're out, and then we we're saying we're out, we have no chance. Like that is true and not true because I don't believe in any team that we're going to one hundred percent win any of these games. 
I've watched us lose. I've watched us lose to bad teams. Like I, we're so like sure. Like we look at the schedule and we're so sure of things. And I don't think we should be so sure of things. I mean, no one should be sure of anything. We're only 17 points behind Man City, so technically we could still win the league. God. <laughs> They're so far ahead of us right now. But we'll see. All right, boys, it was a pleasure. I think that's all I got for that game because there's no goals to talk about. There were Chassards, and we got into that. I can't believe we got this, this much time out of this game. This game sucked. I hated it. Yeah, we got to get dive into the players. <laughs> <laughs> you, this game sucked. I hated it more than Mourinho game. Uh no, no, definitely not. <laughs> I agree. I, I uh, hated this game less than I hated the Mourinho wins. All right, well, it's funny because, like, actually, I hit the, we're gonna talk about Team USA and how I think they should be playing. But whatever, let's get out of here. Uh, Spurs in podcast number forty-three. Ugly game versus Brighton. Let's move on to the bees and beat the shit out of them. And Spurs out. All the socials, please. Three yeah, one Spurs. Follow the socials. Three one Spurs. Spurs in at Twitter. Spurs in on Instagram. We'll talk to you next week. Love you guys. Eric, Eric, team the score.